yeah, you know, I got nothing. <laughs> I thought if I just opened my mouth, you know, if I thought if I just turned on the mic, I'd know what to say, but ended up just Lamar's breathing, so. Cue it! Roll the freaking sound! <laughs> Oh shoot, we're going in. Alright. Um, think fast. Think fast! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 12! That's one and a two. Soon we'll do episode 123 and it'll be just as sequential. But hey, this is Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartores. We're back! We're back again! Um, yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're back. I, uh,. I'm thinking fast, thinking fast. I just, I didn't know. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. But you know what? We keep the mic rolling. We keep it hot. Because sometimes the most magical times is when someone doesn't know what they're going to say. Think fast. Think fast. Which is like the worst game you could ever play. If you have siblings, think fast sucks. Because it's really just an excuse for people to throw stuff at you because you're just sitting there sleeping and like, hey, well, I gave my heads up. Eh, you know, it was no, it was no good. But, you know, that's what it's like living with three other brothers and a father so you know everybody just likes to throw stuff at you and vice versa i throw stuff at other people but hey teach their all i throw stuff i get thrown. it's it, it's a yin yang world baby this is a house of black and white you throw stuff you get thrown live by the throw die by the throw but it's all about thinking fast and sometimes it doesn't work out sometimes it doesn't work out when i try to think fast sometimes i end up thinking a little bit slower than i want because i feel like a lot of times I start my sentences without actually knowing where I'm going. I just say, just talk, just talk, um, which is not ideal, especially for trying to make a podcast. I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'll talk. I'll just talk and whatever happens will, but I have no idea where I'm going most of the time. I just do. I just say stuff and then be like, wait, what did he, what's he, what's he talking about here? What is he? Yeah. So learning to breathe, learning to relax, learning to say, hey, it's okay if I don't know where I'm at. But that's, this is the inner workings of my mind, my mind palace. So we're all along for the ride. We're all along. It's just like one big, crazy road trip. Except for we do know where we're going. We just don't know how we're getting there. So imagine that. Imagine we're trying to take a big old family road trip to the beach. We're like, hey, we're going to this beach. You know, that like the goal is to finish the podcast, right? It's to end this episode. But I have no idea how we're getting there. You get no maps, you get no GPS, no nothing. It was just you in the road, baby. Just like the olden days, right? I mean I'm sure they had maps, but you know, some of these people just they just kept going, right? Like, hey, ask for directions. No, I won't ask for directions. Keep going. And then next thing you know, you're in Utah. Not to say Utah is not, you know, the best in the world, but it ain't the beach. But, you know what, that, that's what it is. Life's better with GPS. So if I had, you know, a better outline, if I had a better plan, then yeah, I might be able to figure stuff out a little bit better. But I don't. So here we go. Flowing just like we do. I had a cliff bar today. <laughs> this is another food diary episode, I guess. Um, every episode, I think I'm just going to tell you where this this episode's brought to you by Cliff Bar. I mean, like, you know, it's brought to you by about 18 carbs, you know, 9 grams of protein, 2.5 grams of fat. And uh, so we're powered. We're power bar. A little power. A little exercise. And the thing is, I used to hate that stuff. Cliff Bars, listen. I don't know if Cliff Bars is ever going to try and reach out and sponsor the show. But they're probably not after what I'm about to say. Cliff Bars suck, dude. Cliff Bars are freaking, they're awful. 
They taste so bad. And for 250 calories, I could spend that way better. It's a, that's a freaking whole bag of popcorn. More than. And um, same gram of protein. I don't even know what I'm doing with the Cliff Bar, honestly. But it was there. It was there. So sometimes you have to eat it. But anyways, Cliff Bars are just, they're awful. They're so horrible. I remember eating those forever. My aunt would get them sometimes and we would, we would try them or my mom would buy them or really I don't know why cliff bars would show up so often in my life it's like some sort of weird haunting but wherever I go in my life I seem to be surrounded by these these freaking cliff bars and they're horrible but I haven't been eating a lot of sugar in my life for the past few months so I tried one again just now and it wasn't that bad okay so if this, I guess this is my tagline for Cliff Bars. If you want to be a part of the show, if you don't know what good food tastes like, Cliff Bars are pretty average. They're pretty okay. So there's that. So, And I don't know if they want to sponsor the show after that, but if you want to, that's what I'll say. I'm saying it'll be decent only if you don't know what good food tastes like. Because I tried it. I was like, wow, this is actually pretty um, halfway decent. Probably, I don't know, but it's good. I mean, the food wasn't good. I mean, it was it was good that I can eat worse foods. The, the freaking Cliff Bar wasn't like, wow, this is tastes good. It was like, wow, this is, you know, I'm not gagging. So that's a start. That's a that's a freaking step in the right direction. But here's to you, Cliff. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been a wild time not eating a lot of junk food recently. I mean, I'm down like 60 pounds. Just eating random stuff. I mean, you could make some pretty good tasting stuff if you just know how to know how to make it right. But I'm down 60 pounds, 60. Okay, you know, I, I used to tell my mom all the time I needed to lose some fat. I've been fat for years, for like 12 years, since I was 10 years old. I've been fat, couldn't lose the weight. And every time you're like, "Hey, mom, yeah, I want to eat healthy so I can lose some weight." This is why moms are the best, is because they never. I don't know. I th- it, she just never wants to say I'm fat or never, she never wants to admit it. I have no idea. But every time I'd say, hey, I got to lose some weight, my mom would be like, whoa, you probably need to lose mm, five, ten pounds. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And I'm down 60 and I'm still not even in great shape. So I don't know what the deal is. And then you're like, hey, mom, I lost 85 pounds. You're like, well, yeah, you freaking hit it well. You know, I have no idea where that came from. I don't know what it is. Moms just really love their kids no matter what. They can never say they're fat. Unless you got a mom out there, and then you're like, well, my mom always calls me fat. And they're like, well, I'm sorry, dude, but my mom freaking loves me. And, uh, yeah, my whole life I've, I've always been like, and maybe that's a downfall. Maybe it's, it's pretty hard to lose weight when your mom keeps telling you you don't need to. Like, hey, no, you're fine, you're fine. Maybe five, ten pounds if you want. I don't know, I suppose, you're, but you're right there. I'm like, no, but 60 pounds later, well, where where'd that come from? That's what my mom does every time. I've, I mean, I've lost weight up and down a few times. Every time I lose it, she's like, "Wow, where did that go? I, you didn't. You wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known." And I, and the thing is, I think she's being 100% genuine here, because there's no like, I'm looking at myself. Everyone else is looking at myself, but somehow she seems so convinced that I don't have 60 pounds to lose, but I'm 250 pounds, and that can't be right, because it's not freaking built out of muscle. It's just blubber but you know what 2020 was hard for everybody so you can't blame me you can't blame me for being like this but yeah my mom she would never she would never admit it and sometimes I go back and forth wondering hey did she did she really mean it or did she know but it's hard it's hard she'll never own up to it 
So now I'm going to get in shape. And then, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know where to go from there. I've never been there. Never been in shape. Haven't been in shape since I've been an adult. A grown up. I can't call myself an adult, man. It's so hard. It's so hard for me because I just I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel like my brain is such an eleven year old track mind. Like I just I can't the thought of calling me an adult just doesn't stick well with me. I just don't feel like I can call myself that. You know, I, I pay the bills and I'll work and, and whatever, but I can take on the responsibility. But some reason in my mind, in my persona, it's hard for me to admit I'm an adult. And maybe that's part of growing up. It's just to figure out that is. But you know what? The, the biggest problem with it, the issue I have, is that, you know, my name does not shorten in half. Okay, now everybody else in my family, the Carltons, my, my brother and my dad, they got the same name. They got a little less creative along the way. I don't know. Um, but, you know, Carlton becomes Carl. You know, Joseph becomes Joey or Joe. Nicholas becomes Nick. Um, Jessica becomes Jess. You know, and all these different things, everybody's got a way to shorten it. Like, okay, you're an adult now. This is the coming of age, you know, half of your name. We're removing the childness, the, the childishness, the, the children, the freaking, the, the, the adolescence of your name right there, right? The end or whatever. But I can't shorten it to Trist. What is that? What is, what is freaking Trist? That's just some sort of weird, crappy, half-made nickname that doesn't apply to anything. I can't do that. How am I supposed to be an adult and go and wear a suit and shake someone's hand and be like, Hey, my name's Trist. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Okay? So I can't do that. And until I figure out a way to shorten my name, I can't be an adult. I don't, And maybe that's probably the rite of passage is binding your, shorten, your shortcakes. You know, the shortening. I don't know. Do I go Tris, Try, Tur? T- I have no idea. Maybe Stan, Stanley. But that, that, that's a full name. You go by Stan. Stanley doesn't go by Stanley in the real world. Stanley, guys, goes by Stan when he's really taking it up. But it's hard. It's hard being a grown-up. I think. I don't know. I don't know if I am one. Crap! Crap! <sighs> one day. One day I'll figure it out. And you'll all see. You'll all see. You're like, wow. I'm like, hey, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Sartorius. I'm like, wow, this guy's super freaking, you know, full of himself. Um, But here we are. Here we are. Maybe I'll grow up. Maybe I'll grow up. I feel like a lot of other people start really coming into their own. Like, hey, I'm my own man. I'm my own guy, you know, probably around like 13, 14. You know, for me, when I thought I'd be grown up was when I thought I would be too too old for spankings, right? We used to get we used to get spankings. It's a, it's a disciplinary measure. And I loved it. Well, I don't I hated it, but looking back on it, there's probably no other better punishment then getting a spanking. And now we didn't get it a lot of the time, so it was just more of a scare tactic like, "Hey, you're going to go get a spanking." Like, "Whoa, okay." Because nothing in my life have I ever gotten a spanking for and then repeated to do the same action. Okay? I just can't do it. I couldn't do it. Like, there was one time, you know, I I don't even remember what I did. I, I don't know. I pooped out a tree. That's what I did. I freaking climbed 30 feet in the air in someone else's tree, and then I pooped out of it. Raindrops are falling on my head. It's raining mud, baby. Um, No, I was trying to think of a good joke to use on it. But really, the story speaks for itself. So I pooped out of a tree. Okay, fine. I was eight years old, and I got a spanking for it. You know what I haven't done since? Pooped out of a tree. Because grounded, like, I don't know how anybody does anything off grounding. Maybe we were just really misbehaved 
children and that was the only way they could get through to us. But if I was going to get grounded from like, oh, you can't do this, you can't have TV, you can't go outside, can't ever stay in your room, who cares? What's what's the big deal? What's that going to do? Because when I got a spanking, I was like, okay, this is bad. We're in freaking ground zero. This is this is bad. This is we're in a bad situation right here. So, yeah, I was afraid of that for a long time. Didn't want that, and um, you know what? We got it. And I, I I appreciate the spankings. Looking back at it, I mean, I, I don't want one anymore. But just saying, as a child growing up, and um, yeah, it, was, it created a lot of fear, which in turn created a lot of responsibility. <laughs> no more pooping out of trees. Okay, that's basically the biggest lesson I took from uh, discipline growing up was that you can't, you shouldn't do that. And that wasn't my first time. You know, the other time I didn't get a spanking for it and it happened again. Okay. So life lesson. I don't know how many parents are out there listening to this. If your kids are pooping out of trees, uh, grounding them just might not do it these days. There might be a little bit something there because it's just not enough, not enough. But anyways, my, my thought of when I would be grown was when they're like, okay, you're going to get a spanking. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, that's just it is what it is. Nice discipline, it's it's whatever. And I thought that would be that would be the moment. That's like yes, I'm finding an adult. But then you know the whole name thing came about, and I'm still stuck in limbo. But anyways, the reason I thought about this was because the oldest of the Sartorius boys, Carlton. Okay, we we must have been at the beach. It was 2008, so he would have been 14 or whatever. And and we were just talking. We were just talking on the beach. My mom and dad had gone for a walk, and we were just alone brother talk, which basically just means four boys coming up with some random crap, something that's going to get them in trouble. And and we would say something, and they'd be like, oh, no, we can't do that. We're going to get in trouble. No, we can't do that. We're going to get a spanking. And then Carlton speaks up, and he just goes, hey, I'm not scared. And it was like the biggest moment of my life that I still remember to this day where we all like did a double take. What? 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 You you ha ha and it was like he was like this action hero star that was walking away from an exploding building. We just had our hands on our face like no, like it was just like it was incredible. It was incredible. It was the most courageous thing that had ever been said up to this point. And I always think about that. I'm like, man, if I could just, you know, get to that point where he felt he felt like he was in that point, and maybe if I figure out how to shorten my name, I would feel like that. But I can't, so I'll never have that moment. And you know. That's that's where you need. You need. I guess you need to have that, that ferocity, that the courage to know that you are your own man. And that's what he had in that moment. We all we all just freaking went, wow, wow, what a guy, what a hero. Because who has, if I would even pretend to say something like that, they would have jumped. Like my parents would have just came back immediately. Like I'm like, how would you know they did that? And you know, because parents got that crazy radar, or whatever. They'll track you down, without even trying. That's the worst. Radar's the worst. Parent radar. You know, when you do something, you just think you get away with it, but then they're just like, hey, what's what's going on? You know, because they share your same facial expressions, right? You think they don't know when you're hiding something, what's going on? I'm an awful liar. I can't I can't pull it off. No one has. Not against their parents. I mean, maybe you have, but none of us four didn't. They would track you down. And even if I didn't even, even if I wasn't even around them, I could be up and I could be in my room door closed and they could just be like hey what's going on like what 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 do you what do you mean i didn't i didn't poop out of a tree and it's they caught you they freaking caught you red-handed it's the worst feeling ever getting caught is the worst feeling it's like everything just rushed like no wait stop oh why did i do this in the first place everything is hot and melting and i'm shaking 
okay, fine. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like when you open the freezer and something just spills out, like just a bunch of crap, and then you have to pick it up. It's just like horrible feeling. You're just like, dang it, why, why me, why me? And I hated it, hated it. So that's why I try not to do anything bad because it doesn't work out for me. I get caught, I get in trouble, and then I can't poop out of trees anymore. So I guess the lesson is to don't. I don't know. I don't know. But be careful. Be careful around the parents. And again, props to Carlton. That was some magical stuff right there. Oh, okay. Man, it's hot. It's hot in here. It's always hot in here. It's never going to get hot. And one day we'll be, we can get out of this closet and we'll finish the studio and we'll have the camera on, whatever. And the AC will be, you know, let the smiles of the freaking wind gods rain down on me. And it'll feel great. But until then, it's just going to free it. Like, it's a little sauna. It's a little... Whew, you can like hear me sweating. I don't even know what sweating sounds like, but if you could hear it, it's in this it's in this room. Um Yeah, so what's been going on? What's 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 going on with me right now? Um you know I got a new segment coming up right here. I'm we're just gonna jump right into it. It's called a uh, Dream On! Dream On! Ah! It's not it's not karaoke, that's not the bit. The bit is I have a I had a weird dream. I had a weird dream last night. We could we could try and analyze it real quick. Because what's more fun than analyzing someone else's dreams? Okay, so to set the scene, it's probably 5 p.m., skies are cloudy gray. I roll into this empty parking lot. There's a little pond, but it's like a lake right in front of it, right in front of the parking spot. I'm pulling into a parking spot. It's got a parking brick and, and a little bit of, like of a fence right there. It's like on a slope right towards the lake. And I'm pulling up as close as I can for some reason. I'm pulling all the way up to the brick. I'm like, I want my wheels to touch this thing for whatever reason. And get as close as I can without going over. So all of a sudden, I hit the brick with the tires. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it in park. And, and then the parking brick is gone magically. And I put it in park. And you know how, like, how your car shifts a little bit when you put it in park? So it shifts forward into this little patch of dirt. And all of a sudden, the dirt starts crumbling. And the car starts falling forward. It starts, and it falls down. And the car tumbles into the water. I'm like, oh my gosh! And I'm like trying to get my seatbelt off, and then I try to get out the 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 driver door. But when the car spills down onto its side, so it slams down. The door that I wanted to get out is now in on the ground, and and the the car's they're already full of water. And I don't the windows weren't up. I don't know. It was just full. And I was like, I was like, oh crap! Now I gotta find a different exit, and I'm like, I gotta swim up to the the passenger door, and I gotta try and get out of here and, and, and get out and push up against the freaking pressure of the water. And then I woke up. Then I woke up. But the whole time I was in there, and I don't know why, the whole time I was in there, it was like I was afraid. I was like, but it was more like, oh great, this this sucks. But I knew I was gonna get out of it. Isn't that weird? So I was I was in there. And I, I was supposed to be drowning. It's supposed to be the scariest moment ever. And I just had this breath. And I was like, I know everything's going to be okay. I, for some reason, I know that I'm going to get out of this. Now, I, I, I woke up before I got out. But I knew that somehow I was going to escape and everything was going to be okay. Now, I don't really know what kind of stresses I have in my life. Maybe some sort of subconscious thing. And maybe this is for maybe this is just for someone else here right now. But... You know, if you're in that car right now, if you're in that stress, if you're in that bubble, if you're in that water, this is no joke, okay? This is no freaking, I know I'm doing a little laugh, chuckle, talk, and, and you know, I'm talking like this, but, um, you know, maybe this is what someone else needed, you know? The, you know, thank you, Jesus. Like, I knew, I knew God would take care of me here. 
someone else needs to hear this. I have no idea. Or maybe this is for me. But maybe maybe you are in that car. Maybe you'll get out. Maybe you'll maybe you will. Maybe just know that everything will be taken care of. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. F- oh, fun fact: I heard. Uh, I was I was driving by this old lady here today, and and she was just jamming out to um to a motivational speech, and she was like ninety three, maybe ninety four. I don't know. I didn't get a real good look at her hands. Um, which is, you know, you can, it's like, kind of like telling like tree roots, you know, like the rings and whatever. And I, I was like, oh dang, that's gotta be somewhere around there. I didn't get a good look, but somewhere around there. And she was just going hard and she was so inspired. Like, and it was like, you know, you can't quit. You can't quit. You can find your way because your path's not done and you will get out there and you will, and you will, you will achieve and you will find your dreams. You know, I'm like, wow, she's freaking, I'm getting hyped up just looking at her. And the fact that this old lady, you know, and she's already, you know, at the end of her race, and she's she's going more. She's getting ready. She's amped up for her next run. I was like, dang, that's an awesome. That, and it's got me freaking fired up. So we were at the red light next to each other. And I was like, well, I'm fired up. So I smoked her off the line because, you know, I'm super competitive. That's what happens. You get a little bit competitive in you. If you're, you're a red light and you just smoke an old lady off the front line, it happens. Okay. I can't help being competitive. It's It's just raw competitive nature. If I could change it, I wouldn't. Because I love it, um, yeah. I, I get I get overly competitive. I used to get so so focused on winning all the time that losing was just way too hard. I would play a video game, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast. I have no idea. Isn't that great? We're getting to the point in the podcast where we say, "Hey, have we said this on the show before?" I don't know. Um, but anyways, yeah, I was I was playing a video game and I lost, and I ran into my parents' room crying. I went, "No, I, I was so close. I was so close, and I was beating them." And then, yeah, and they were like, okay, well, don't, I don't know what to tell you, you know? And, um, so eventually they made me feel better and I came down to do the podcast right now. So one day I'll grow up. Um, no. So anyways, I just, I get so into it. I get so into winning is everything. Winning's not everything. It's the only thing sometimes. And it gets really hard for me. And I get competitive in stupid other ways, like, like we we would we would go get a candy bar at a gas station or something and and my brother and my younger brother Nick we'd be sitting there eating our candy bar and I would look at him and I'd say okay well whoever can eat their candy bar the fastest wins now I didn't really care who ate their candy bar the fastest this wasn't the real competition I wanted to be for some reason the victor the real version of winning was to still have your candy bar so I said let's go and I would pretend to freaking nibble on it and go fast and then he would just plop and chocolate all over his face and then I would have this weird satisfying feeling of like I'm the only one with candy and I just couldn't do anything about it I'm just so freaking competitive that my younger brother, who's like three or four years old, I don't even know, that I'm just like, I, I have to beat you. I have to I have to have a candy bar and you can't. Na, 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 na. And I couldn't get over that feeling. And I still to do this in some ways to this day. And he doesn't even know about it. Sometimes we'll get something. I'll just sit there with my food until he eats it. And I'm like, oh, wait, now, well, now I can satisfy and be the only one eating. I don't know. I don't know. I have some problems I need, to, I need to freaking figure out. I'm just competitive. I'm just competitive. That's all it is. That's all it is. But, yeah, I don't know. It's hard being competitive, baby. It's hard. Um, what else is going on? 
there was a super moon, or there was a blood moon. There was a blood moon last night. It was like near the Milky Way. And listen, I keep seeing posts and stuff all over online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. People are like, wow, this freaking blood moon was so rare. It was amazing. The only one you're going to have for 40 years. It came out here and did this, and then the super moon, and this other moon, and the pink moon, and the giant moon. Like, well, how many freaking times is the moon going to be rare a year? You know, how many times do we really get this? At a certain point, it's just having something rare... And then just having more things rare but different isn't really that rare in the first place. You know, that's kind of just like saying, oh, this is the only May 2021 that we're ever going to have. But we're going to have another May the same very next year or we're going to have another month. Like this is, yeah, this is the last, this is the last 2021 May you'll ever experience. It won't even happen again. But then no one makes a big deal of it because months happen every month, you know, and that's how I feel about these moons that just keep showing up. I'm like, what's the big deal? And maybe I'm just a little jealous of them because I don't have a freaking telescope. They're freaking expensive. And I spent all my money on Heelys. Um, all right. All right. So I think I think that's going to be it. I think that's going to be the end of the show. <laughs> I think that's going to be the end of the episode. Um, it's hot. It's burning up. It's a freaking hunk of hunk of burning, man. Those aren't the words. I don't even know what that was. But that's okay. Because the end of the episode is really just a, a moment where people can speak freely about themselves, about other people, um, you know, each other. And whether that's... So I got a lot of things I got to say. I have a list right here. Uh, one, mom. I'm just kidding. I would never diss my mom because I'm afraid of spankings. All right, so guys, thank you so much for being in the episode. Thanks for so much. I'm just going to keep on saying thank you, because that's what gratitude's all about. As long as you say it a bunch of times, eventually you really sound like you mean it. But that doesn't mean I don't mean it. It just means I'm really bad at conveying emotion. All right, guys, thank you so much. All right, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Have a great one. Have a beautiful weekend. I love you. Peace. See you next episode.